Hey, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark fire will not avail you! Flame of Udun! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. Greetings, and welcome to another edition of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve, and today we have a different episode going on. We are joined by two individuals rather than the regular one. We have Chris, who's been here before. Hey, Chris. Hey, Steve. How are you? I'm doing well. Good. Welcome back. Thank you. Excited to be back for this three-person podcast. I'm I'm glad you're here. And then, also, we have a newcomer to the podcast. You've been listening since we started. Yes, I have. One of my good friends, Dan. Hey, Dan. Hey, how's it going? Good. Thanks for being on. Thanks for having me. I've known you for how long? Uh, uh, like eight, seven years? Something like that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, went to high school, not the same grade. Yeah, I kind of saw you from afar. Exactly. And then... Had one class together? We had that one... Uh, drawing class, a technical the drawing technical class, drawing class, yeah. and then we worked together, and then that's right. The rest is history. Awesome, cool. Well, thanks for being on. I appreciate thanks it. For having me. All right. So before we get started, I just want to do a quick reminder um, that the Harry Potter poll is still going to be out. It's going to end today, and also I have the results of the Finn versus Chief Brody poll. Did you get a chance to listen to that one, Dan? I did. I liked it a lot. Did you? Um, I actually thought that Chief Brody should have won. So. Unfortunately, you don't have a Twitter, so you could not have helped uh, helped out the poll. But that's okay. He didn't that's think okay. that much. It wasn't worth it. To it, it wasn't enough. <laughs> it wasn't worth it to go and start your own Twitter just so you could go and vote. But uh, the results are sixty-seven percent for Chief Brody. Wait, what? 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 I thought Chief Brody lost. I was wrong. Had a bit of a turnaround. Sixty-seven uh, percent yes. for Chief Brody and thirty-three percent for Finn Shepard. I feel like uh, I'm kind of surprised. So I feel harder. like I feel like the audience got that one wrong. Wow, this is like a. We have an election uh, fraud here right now or something. You never know. Oh, okay, cool. Look at that. I hey, when they're right, they're right. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right, cool. So that's the result of that poll from a couple weeks ago. If you haven't listened to that episode, go ahead and listen, and you can still uh, give us one. your thoughts. I enjoyed that one, especially since the new Sharknado just came out, which mm-hmm. was a piece of crap. Well, it was still good. It was still a good time, though. Yeah, it was yeah. a fun movie. A nuke-nado with a rock-nado and an oil-nado and a... There was Lightning a, a, a robot suit, a right. cyborg terror. A shark within a shark. It was like Sark Shepception at one point. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't get to see it. You'll see it. Oh, we that, just threw out a lot of this, spoilers. This, a lot of spoilers. That's not really any spoilers. No, it's, it's really all. not. It's, it's not. totally enjoyable. Even if you know all those things. I actually didn't see Sharknado 3 either. So. I'm a fan of Sharknado 3, personally. I like Sharknado 3. I think yeah. my ranking... I was talking about this today at work. I've said that it would be 1, 3, 4, 2 would be my ranking. Really? Yeah. I'm a big fan of the third one. Second one, not a fan. I mean, they're all bad, but, you know. Uh, the second one's my least favorite, I think. Yeah, there's just something about it. I think the space in the third one just kind of really upped the ante there. Yep. Yeah. All right, so before we move on, uh, as always, if you have any ideas for uh, any future matchups or scenarios, or if you'd just like to give us a shout-out and say hello, you can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail, and you can also subscribe and leave us a rating on iTunes or through our RSS feed on Podbean. So, gentlemen, what are we talking about today? What, 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 what we are we doing? We have a great one today. I think so. And this is going to be a two-parter episode. This episode is topical and interesting, and 
we can all relive our childhoods. I agree. <laughs> Today we're doing Pokemon. Yes. At the Olympics. So which Pokemon would win different events in the Olympics? Mm-hmm. Very good. The Olympics just started on Friday. Yeah. And Pokemon Go is huge right now. Dan, I know you play Pokemon Go. I am. I'm at level 15. Impressive. Not, not as impressive. I know some people that are up there in the mid-30s. Oh, but, wow. Um, I'm I'm slowly getting at it. Yeah. Chris, have you played uh, Pokemon Go? I do play some Pokemon Go. Do you? I'm not as... I'm lower level. I caught a Squirtle in oh, my pool. Nice. And that was it. Because it drains my battery, and that's it. <laughs> I tried it at work. I did try it at work, and there was a Pidgey nearby, which, A, sucks. And Pidgeys are everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. And then B, I caught, I think I caught it. I can't remember. Whatever happened, it just drained my battery 10% yeah. after like two minutes. Mm-hmm. And I said, forget it. This is not worth it at all. Yeah. Um, do you guys remember the, the TV show, like there's a Pokemon rap? The Pokemon rap? Yeah. Yeah. I think I remember the Pokemon so, At the very end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do the Pokemon rap. So someone on YouTube um, did a Pokemon rap with Pokemon Go oh. po- characters, and basically it was just Rattat and Pidgey. So it was like Rattat, Rattat, oh, Rattat, really? Pidgey, Pidgey, Rattat. Oh my god, I'm going to find that. I'll put, yeah. it on, I'll put it in the link on the show notes, so yeah, that way great. viewers can yeah. uh, check it out. Oh, that's so cool. Awesome. So, so what we're going to do is this week we're going to look at three Olympic events that are currently in the Olympics, and one that is discontinued in the Olympics, and we're going to look at which Pokemon would be good in those kind of games. We're also going to look, and then the next week we're just going to do the same thing. We're going to do three events, which Pokemon would do well, and then also one event that is discontinued. Okay? So before we get started, I just had a couple questions that I wanted to pose to you guys, and I want to get some some thoughts. Okay. Okay? So, do you think in this Pokemon Olympic world that HMs and TMs are like Pokemon growth enhancements? Ooh, good question. Like, do you think that's unfair? Because these Pokemon can learn specific talents that other Pokemon are not able to use? Hmm. Um, I would say maybe that's the equivalent of just having a really good coach. The HMs and the TMs? Yeah, like, I mean, it provides just, you with, learning... with special medicine. Yeah. <laughs> I was not, TMs and HMs always confuse me because that stands for hidden machine and technical machine, right? Well, I Googled it and it said hidden medicine and technical medicine. Oh, medicine. Yes. Mm. That makes more sense. So now we're saying medicine. That does seem more like performance enhancing drugs yeah so i don't know i don't know uh, i decided i'd pose I that didn't just, really con- just curious i just thought you know that is an interesting question yeah i didn't really so, consider any tms or hms in my choices recall okay. back recall back to me how did how does that play out what do you mean the hm and tm so when you so so yeah so you you could um they would learn one if they like uh up if they got a new level they could learn a new I'm trying to think here. I have it written down. Uh, TM. You can learn a t- new TM. Mm-hmm. HMs were the ones you would earn from, like, beating gym badges. Right. And they that were was special. Like, they were, like, your surfs, your flies, your dives, mm-hmm. or whatever. HMs, they could not run out, so you could just continue to use them right. in battle, and also you could use them in the field, mm-hmm. where TMs, they could run out, and you'd have to go to the local uh, Pokemon Health Center, whatever they're called. I don't know. I don't know what Poke, Poke, Poke Center. Poke Center. Yeah. Poke Center. I don't know if there's like an Obama Care for the Pokemon. <laughs> like if you have to, I don't know. Yeah, the Pokemon World has free health care. Yeah, they yeah. did have free health care, and they seem like they're doing pretty well. Yeah. Chansey's I think just you know. Chansey's <laughs> and Nurse Joy's just everywhere. <laughs> I think they did change how TMs work in the new Pokemon. So I think you can reuse them now. Oh, really? I think so. I just found out that there's a new Pokemon game coming out. I had it's no idea. In November, right? It's yeah. called Pokemon Sun and Moon. Sun and Moon, yeah. I had no idea. It just shows, you know, how much I play. Right. Uh, so another question I want to also propose is, are Pokemon that are trained by Russian trainers <laughs> allowed to participate in this Pokemon Olympics? 
Do you think they should be banned? I think we should abide by IOC rulings and ban Rus- <laughs> Russian trained Pokemon. Now, not all the Russian competitors are banned from this year's Olympics. Right. Half of them are. So half of them, something like that, are. Yeah. So I found... Uh, all t- track and field. Thinking of, like, re- I Googled Russian Pokemon just because I was really curious to see what I could find. That's an interesting Google search. Yes. <laughs> and I'm going to put these photos in the show oh, that's notes. great. So it's, it's Pikachu. There's one photo here. And it's Pikachu, and he's wearing a Russian winter coat with the Russian hat. And it says, in Mother Russia, Pokemon catch you. And he's holding a Pokeball. <laughs> and I just thought that was really funny. That's great. He he's, also looks sad. He looks very sad, but he also kind of looks very serious. He looks like he's brainwashed a He looks like bit. he's going to beat you up. Yes. So I found that one. And this one I thought was really funny. It is a Mudkip. And the colors are cha- changed to represent the, I guess you could, you know, communist colors. Yeah. And on the cheek of Mudkip, where you have those three points coming out, it has the hammer and sickle representing communism, which I just thought was pretty funny because it looks so, so changed and awesome. So, so yeah. So, I mean, luckily none of us are Russian trainers, so I guess our Pokemon are good to go, and the IOC gave us the <laughs> thumbs up to go ahead and participate in this year's Olympics. Let's hope, right? That's right. All right, so you guys get ready to get started? Yeah, let's go. Let's All right. do it. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to tell you what event we're doing. We're going to say which our Pokemon is. We're also going to do a brief uh, visual description of what the Pokemon looks like, just so you, the listener, can figure out and remember what some of these look like. Obviously, the one, the first 150 are pretty much ingrained in all of our memories. But just so that way you remember, unfortunately, we're not a visual podcast. Uh, so is that a thing? There, you can like record podcasts, like videotape them also. Isn't that more of a video cast? I guess I don't know. That's just a that's just a video show. Maybe if we get big, we could change it eventually. I don't know. Then I'd have to do makeup and stuff. Uh, I'd have to get dressed. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's right. You're not dressed right now. Well, I'm not, I told I'm not you. Dressed I told for TV. you. No, uh, okay. <laughs> You're dressed for radio. <laughs> yeah, I'm dressed for radio. All right. So base of, base for great for radio. All right. Our first event for today is swimming. We should say one other thing real quick. Go we, ahead. We did try to limit this to the original 150 Pokemon. Good pick. Yes, we did. We, we, we tried living it to the 100, and I think we did. I think All we of did. us did 150, and we also said no legendaries. Yeah, because it could get unfair. Exactly. There was some uh, uncertainty in exactly what was legendary on my part for one of them. I'll bring it up in a second, though. Sure. Okay, cool. However, if you really like our Pokemon podcast, you should tweet at us, and maybe we could look into other Pokemon in different events. Yeah, if you have ideas, let us know. Please reach out. Okay? All good? All right, let's go. All right. So first we have swimming. In the Pokemon Olympics, we have swimming. So, Chris, who are you picking for the swimming competition Pokemon? I have chosen Golduck. I like that pick. It was it was a good one. I didn't think of it, and then when I saw it, on we made a Google Doc so we could all see each other's picks so we could prepare. And when I saw that Chris picked Golduck, I thought, ooh, good pick. See? Also, I was the laziest of us, and I picked mine last. So I got third pick for everything, and I that was still around. Was but, and, and you were also able to do a lot of research while we were all sitting around That's hitting true. refresh, 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 hoping yeah, that eventually... I, I gave you guys less chance to rebut. You did. Mm-hmm. Dan, who'd you pick? I picked Gyarados. For all those people that uh, love their dragons. When you think of water Pokemon, you think of Gyarados. Gyarados is badass. Gyarados are like Iconic. Labyrinth. Yeah. Yeah, Lapis is pretty cool, too. Yeah. So you have Gyarados, and I picked Seedra. Seedra. Which I've been getting some heat for for the past yeah. couple days. But is... We've been trash-talking a little <laughs> Just bit. Just a little bit. That's... I'm really interested. I'm, I'm just... seeing your points. At the moment, I don't see it. Okay, that's fine. All right, so let's go ahead. So why don't you, why don't we do a quick, why don't you do a description, sure. and then just go right into it. Golduck is a blue, bipedal, duck-like Pokemon. Mm-hmm. He evolves from Psyduck. Yep. Who's kind of more of a duck. 
Uh, Psyduck's also kind of, I don't know, not the most like tough Pokemon. He kind of seems like he just lives through life like a duck. But Golduck is much stronger. He gets uh, he's a psychic and water type. He's uh, he's pretty cool looking, pretty cool looking duck. He's yeah. five foot seven, hundred and sixty nine pounds. That's one point seven meters, seventy six kilograms. <laughs> <laughs> it's very important for this uh, this event, the length. It's one of the reasons why I picked Gyarados. Go right ahead. Because Gyarados is twenty one feet long. Okay, so that's six point five meters. Six point five oh, you got meters. That? Yeah. Right. So basically, it's only eight Gyarados's length that he needs to travel. Okay. Across the swimming pool. Swimming pool, if you haven't known, if you don't know, is fifty meters. Um, for those who don't know who Gyarados is, uh, he evolves from Magikarp, probably the most useless. That's such a weird transformation. Yeah. When you think Magikarp to Gyarados, it's like what? From the like the worst to like yeah, the coolest. Exactly. And then Gyarados has an evolution now. I see. Well, he has, a, a, mega, he has a mega mega evolution. evolution. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what they. They're kind of really, special. Yeah, I, that's I really haven't I, played I don't the newer fully Pokemons. understand mega. Um, well, I can I'll give a quick rundown for you guys. Please. Mega evolutions is a temporary evolution that happens during battle. If you uh-huh. have the Pokemon holding the right item, it can mm. do it. And for Gyarados, it's called Gyaradosite. They're not the most original names. <laughs> and I think there might be some other condition. Maybe not. Maybe you can just do it. And like his chat, his stats changed a little bit. He's usually more powerful. Okay. And they look they look like really cool. Too. And then they de evolve. It, 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 it I guess reverses like either after a certain amount of time or after the battle. Like it's not mm. a permanent change. Gotcha. Kind of like Digimon, I guess. Uh, what they did that in yeah. Digimon. Oh yeah, you're, that's kind of how Digimon works. Yeah. It's never into Digimon. It's a I discussion bit. for another day. Yeah. All right, so I picked Cedra, which I'm still getting some uh, heat for. And Cedra uh, is a water Pokemon. It evolves from Horsey. Horsey is pretty much a seahorse. Looks exactly like a seahorse. Cedra, a little more of a BA uh, horsey. It's got like the sharp scales. Um, and it also evolves into Kingdra, which is a really cool Pokemon. Kingdra is awesome. That was in the second generation. Yeah, he's a second generation. That's yeah. right. So he uh, weighs 55 pounds or 25 kilograms. And he is 3 foot 11 or 1.2 meters. There you go. Dan is laughing. All right, so go ahead. Do you want us to just tell you why Cedra is a horrible choice? Sure, let me know. <laughs> Here's why I think Cedra is a horrible choice. Go right ahead. Seahorses, which Cedra is a seahorse, correct, are some of the worst and slowest swimmers in the ocean. Okay, but like, it's a Pokemon though. It's a not Pokemon ex- but based it's not, on a seahorse, but it is not exactly a seahorse. I agree, it is not exactly a seahorse, but right. it will still swim in much the same way. Which is by rapidly fluttering a dorsal fin and using its pectoral fins to steer, which are small. Okay. So, for example, the slowest moving fish in the world is the dwarf seahorse, <laughs> with a top speed of five feet per hour. But he's not a dwarf five seahorse. Feet? He is. I'm just he using is it Cedra. as an example. Okay. Just as an example, a dwarf seahorse who's going to swim in very much the same way as Cedra. Okay. Is the slowest swimming fish in the world. Okay. Interesting. Is that the same argument you're going to propose, Dan? Um, I was not. Okay. So. If you're gonna take that whole argument away that like he's a Pokemon now he's 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 fast, so his base speed if we're looking at the base statistics here, his base speed is actually a, is an 85. Yeah, I saw that, which is also the same, same as as Golduck cr- and is also more than Gyarados. Is more than Gyarados. Yes, yes. But however, you're one sixth the length as Gyarados. Correct, but Gyarados can't do a flip turn. See, Gyarados is going to have lots of trouble with based on his size. Although the pool's only 50 meters long and he only has to do eight Gyaradoses long. <laughs> he's only 25 meters wide. He's in an eight-foot lane. 
Like, so, he's not going to be able to do his full swimming motion. This is the whole thing, also. If, if you're, are we all swimming together at the same time? Yeah. Yeah? So he's like, okay, it's not we're doing like we're doing like a time travel. Oh, like, no, we're, we're saying like, all three of them are going okay. at the same time. So, you gotta worry about my wake. The whole thing is like, I'm gonna go, Garrus is gonna go, and the wake is gonna totally uh, stick you guys See, aside. that's not gonna bother Cedra because Cedra is going to be able to swim under the water the entire time. There's not gonna be any wake on top of the water affecting Cedra. Golduck, though. Golduck's a great swimmer. You want me to tell you guys about Golduck? Go right ahead. Let me just let Ash's Pokedex speak for itself. <laughs> oh, we have a as we it, have a guest here? Ash's Pokedex. Go ahead. As it said in episode 91, Golduck is very adept at using its webs, hands, and feet, making it the fastest swimming Pokemon of all. Okay. I see that's a very good argument. Now, that gonna, is hard to argue with. I'm going to propose something. Okay? Go for it. Golduck needs oxygen. So he's going to have to consistently take breaths. Which slows you down while you're swimming. Cedra Negligibly. Cedra is not going to need to take any breaths. Okay. Cedra's going to be under the water the entire time. No wake is going to be affecting it at all. It's going to be able to make a quick 180 turn and head right back the other way. I completely agree. As your Pokemon is swimming extremely slowly, you will not have to breathe. <laughs> He's the same speed as yours, 85. That's going off the Pokemon stats of speed. You're going off the Pokedex, which is the stats of Pokemon well, I'm information. I'm saying that the Pokemon speed stat doesn't necessarily correlate with their swimming speed. Yeah, that is, that is a little different. Like, maybe Okay, well, that... Yeah, I mean, all of this is completely open to interpretation. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to go on here and it's not going to have swimming speed in a, an Olympic size. Exactly. <laughs> same thing with Golduck and Gyarados, But though. Golduck is a great swimmer, and that, that translates to swimming in a pool. But it just says great swimmer. That's yeah. all. It doesn't say under what conditions, which could be wake... You also ha- just like I'm, I consider myself a good swimmer, but I'm not going to say that I can go into any kind of water and be completely fine. He's going to have to take breaths. Going to slow him down. Do you have webbed hands and feet, Steve? Um, this is not a video podcast, so the audience is not going to be able to. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to say Steve does not have webbed hands and feet. Ah, oh, darn so. it! You you brought that up, didn't you? Um, some other things I was looking at. Um, trying to think. Gyarados might also have trouble with the depth of the pool. There's there's not an official depth, but they're normally about six feet deep. The recommended depth was nine feet. Nine deep. feet. Okay. Um, so what I was thinking was the, t- the turn he would go under, so he just kind of like do like a very slow turn, but then he'd be able to. I think he could do a like a slow flip over. Yeah, I think you know what he'd kind of be like. He'd kind of be like that centipede game. When it's like doing a turn, when it hits the uh, uh, the side, um, was it called centipede? Snake. Snake. Snake that's what it yeah. is, and it would do that. That's kind of what Gyarados would do, but he'd just be too thick. And even though he's doing that really, really nice turn, kind of like a U turn, if you will, he would hit the bottom of the pool. Yeah, I, unless I could... the pool is extremely deep, which they're not going to do that for Gyarados because he's the one outlier. Also, did you know Gyarados is vicious and often rampages and destroys cities? He's a evil. He's a mean Pokemon. He would probably make Rio seem like a pretty nice place. <laughs> oh, I hope we don't have any fans pretty. in Rio de Janeiro. We don't anymore. No, <laughs> we lost it. There goes that. No, it's a great Olympic so far. Yeah, first two days going well. Yeah. All right. Do you have any last things before we move on to the next event? Any last points? No. No. I'm, I'm good. You with good? That. I'm good. All right. Next one up after swimming, we have ding ding boxing. Dan, who'd you pick for boxing? I picked uh, Hitmochan. For those who don't know, he actually is, uh, he has boxing gloves as hands. Like built onto him, yeah. He is basically, you know, personifies boxing. So I think that any other argument for you guys saying, oh, this person can be good at boxing, I don't know, 
Himmelchant is like he all he does is box. Okay, fair enough. Chris, I've chosen Haunter. The, yeah, this the ghost. Pokemon. This was an interesting pick when I saw this. Well, like I said, third choice of Pokemon, but <laughs> Haunter is a purple Pokemon with a gaseous body. He has a round head and a pair of disembodied hands. Yeah, they're not attached to him. They just kind they're of not. float, but they don't float away. I think that's going to be very tough to counter if you're boxing, because you won't know. He has no wind-up on his punch. This is true. Just floating hand. You don't have to you. have a wind-up to punch. Well, you can see someone's arm, like, moving yeah, okay. when they're going to punch you. I see what you're and saying. he doesn't have that. It just moves. It just goes right out. Okay. Yep. Uh, and then I chose Machamp. Machamp is the third evolution from uh, Machop. And he goes to Machoke and then Machamp. Machamp has four arms. If and you trade him. You have to trade him to evolve him. That is correct. Mm-hmm. So, are, is, are we bringing every aspect of the game? No, I just thought it was interesting. Fine. I traded it with some kid well, in the lobby. Well, I'm just saying that means <laughs> maybe you didn't fully train this Machamp from like birth. You know, maybe his previous trainer was bad. Yeah, but you know, you would do that with your friend. You would trade them your gang, your Gengar. <laughs> yeah, you're so, right. or your Hunter, so you yeah. could get your Gengar back. That's true. Exactly. I was, I was just yeah. pointing that out. Completely understand. So he's got four arms. He's kind of got like a finned, kind of like hair-looking thing. Three of them going, uh, and he's he's pretty jacked. And very I, jacked. He's very jacked. And he weighs 286 pounds or 130 kilograms, and he's five foot three or 1.6 meters, so he's a little smaller uh, in terms of... I was of, surprised when I saw that height for him. I was surprised, too. I thought he'd be a little taller he than that. He seems huge. Yeah. He, I mean, yeah. I mean, you look at a picture, and you think he's got to be big. But five foot three? It's not, it's not too tall. No, it's not too tall at all. All right, so why your choices over everyone else's choices? Want me to go first? Sure, go ahead. Well... I thought you guys chose very capable boxers that would be very good at boxing a normal boxing opponent. Okay. But I think you're going to have trouble with Haunter because Haunter is immune to fighting-type moves. Your punches are going to go right through him because he's a ghost. Yeah, that really helps being the third choose. You're saying that helps me getting the pick third? I I see what you're saying. You can see what the, the immune... But then is he able to make contact with us? I... He can wondered do- the same, um, and I also wondered if you were going to say like, "Oh, but he's not like a boxer." But he does learn two boxing-related moves. He learns Shadow Punch, okay. and he learns Sucker Punch. I think that'd be fair. That- so he's going to know punching moves. He's not a fighting Pokemon, but he does have some fighting type moves. Yes, he does. But yeah, and if he feels like cheating, he has some some tricks actually, um, because he's he can lick you. I remember and that from the show. He looked at Ash, I think, at one point. It inflicts you with convulsions that persist until you die. Ooh, wow. So I'm not saying he would lick his opponents. I was going to say, be, that'd be against the rules. That would be against the rules completely. Yeah, but he might scare you and he might punch you. And unless you guys know a non fighting type move to hit him with, that's really, that's really all, you, all you can do to get around this. Well, I'll get to that in a second. Okay. Okay. So, yes, your guy is a fighter. He doesn't have four arms, though. That is true. I have experience boxing. I'm not a professional boxer by any means necessary. But most important thing when it comes to boxing is movement and keeping your hands up and breathing. And he would be able to keep... Oh, those keep... are the three most important things. Did I say two things? You just said the most important thing is three different things. Oh, well, those are the three most important things. Okay. Breathing, movement, and keeping your hands so up. All breathing is always important. Breathing, Pun- well, breathing is really important, Punching which sounds important. very cliche, but you need to do it. Not getting punched is important. Well, by keeping your hands up, which is the third thing I said, you're not going to be able. To, you're going to be able to protect yourself, so you're not getting punched. And then he'd have two hands that he would still be able to punch Hitmonchan with. Mm. That would be nice. See, yes. Back to this whole Hitmonchan versus Machamp. Macha- 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 sorry, it's okay. Um, they actually had a fight 
in the actual TV show. Okay. And uh, Himo-chan easily won. Interesting. Yes. It actually was in a... So what was happening was it was a, a fighting Pokemon uh, TV episode, basically. They had um, Team Rocket got, had stole a Hitmo-Lee, and a Hitmo-chan was being uh, trained by someone, and Ash was trying to do his primate. Anyway, so they did a really quick uh, cut, and they showed Hitmo-chan easily knocking down Hitmochamp. I'm, I'm sorry, Machamp. Machamp. And was it in a boxing match? Was Machamp ready for it? It was in a boxing match. It was in this whole scenario. Was this whole Pokemon episode? Yeah. Was about? Wow. So I did some research, and I'm going to pull this up on my computer right now. So I found a Pokemon, um, I'm going to say, uh, like a scenario kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, where you can like do matchups. So I did Machamp. And I had him go up against Hitmon Chan also. And you have them both on the screen here. I can put a link on this in our show notes too, so you guys can pick it out also if you ever have any, you know, fights and you're like, who would win? Uh, and you hit fight and oh, Hitmon Chan beat me. That didn't happen the first time I did it. <laughs> you do it see, there I defeated the foe. So right then and there, it's total toss up. I feel like it's uh It was a close match, you only had eight percent of your left, HP. Yeah. That's still though, that's still I'll take it. 5% on that so one. I, like I keep hitting refresh here for even matching. Evenly matched Pokemon. He's still able to do it. It see, is capable. Like but see, I just did this five times, and four of those times he won. He still won four of those times. You know, I'll go for a sixth time. Why not? Ready? Refresh. I defeated the foe with 37% of my HP left. I feel like the one main thing you got to go off is the TV show. This is not canon. This That is canon. Yeah, we don't know how this is working. True. Like somehow you beat Haunter and that doesn't make any sense. Well, no, this is from the last one, so I'm gonna oh. do. We're gonna do Haunter right now. So I defeated the foe with 34 percent. Defeated the foe with 35 percent. 56 percent. Whoa! Earthquake. You keep using Earthquake. Is that a legal boxing move? We had that conversation about TMs and HMs in the beginning, whether well, or not we, they're considered. I mean, you know, if it's considered an advantage to have them. But that's not really boxing. Earthquake. I mean, if he's stomping and creating some kind of an earthquake. Mm, okay. So I'm just throwing that out there. I thought it was interesting. I feel like one of the things about Hitmochan is that he moves so quickly. Basically, he he's, he he moves, he moves constantly. Movement is important, like I said. Yeah. Yep, I, um, I do agree with that. So he moves. Apparently, he move, He punch, and also he punches so quickly that you actually can't see the punch. It's too fast for the naked eye. Really? So, Did you um, see it on the show? No, this is according to Bulbapedia. But but the didn't num- they fight in the show? In the and show, you were able to see him punch. Steve, I've got your back on this one, actually. I pulled some numbers on this, because I was wondering if this would come up. It uh, it did say, it does say in the Bulbapedia, mm-hmm. Chan punches faster, you can see. It punches as fast as the bullet train. Yeah. Whew. Um, so, there's not a set speed for what can, constitutes a bullet train speed. Yeah. So, I mean, modern bullet trains can go pretty fast, but maybe at the time this show was made. So, I, I'm putting the ballpark speed for a bullet train 155 to 200 miles per hour. Okay. I'm, I'm okay with that. 250 to 320 kilometers per hour. So, Machamp... It says on his Bulbapedia page that he can throw 1,000 punches in two seconds. So he does have four arms. So that means one arm punches 125 punches per second. So that means that he can throw one punch every .008 seconds at approximately 170 (laughs) miles per hour, which is very close. That's in the range of Of Hitmonchan's bullet train speed. So I think they're evenly matched punchers. And if you go to the tiebreaker, which I'm going to 
say is this unofficial, go back this unofficial, unofficial third-party website <laughs> that Steve probably made himself. I had a free time on Wednesday. Uh, six out of five times. Five out of six times. <laughs> More than 100% we of the time. We had an improper fraction. Five out of six times. <laughs> the other thing with Machamp, though, I think there's going to be steroid allegations from Machamp. Oh, of course. Like, Just because he doesn't big? look natural. Like a human being can't. I mean, half of these Pokemon don't look natural. I mean, that Gyarados is, is a giant dragon worm. Yeah, that's true. You know, when someone like if you sell a Gyarados, it's not like you're just going to be like, you know, oh gosh, okay, it's Gyarados. You're going to be like, what the hell? <laughs> what is this thing? So how how do we break break down Haunter? How do we break down Haunter? Mm-hmm. I, I the only argument I have against Haunter is that he's not a fighting Pokemon, even though he does have some fighting moves. So the 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 fact that he's able to get into the f- boxing mm. portion of the Olympics, so I'm kind of curious to see how that happened. Basically, he's Might have cheating been a, by well, having. A, I'm, I'm not well, saying that. I'm not putting that out there. Came to the three of us and said, "Can you guys each pick a Pokemon for our Pokemon Olympics?" And they did. They did allow Haunter to participate. Mm. So I guess you can argue that. I just don't think he'll be able to punch us. It'll go right through us, um, and he's not going to lick us because if he do, if he does, that's that's pretty screwed up. He's disqualified. I don't know. Would that be disqualification? I think licking is probably against the rules. I think it'd just be weird. Very weird. <laughs> like, could you imagine, like, Michael Phelps licks, like, I don't know, a Polish swimmer because he lost or something? I don't know. I Back to this episode, though. Um, they were only allowed fighting Pokemon in the ring. So Wait, what? In the episode he was talking about oh, on the TV oh, show. Okay. Yeah. But luckily that that's not canon in our fight. Yeah, this is the Olympics, not is, Pokemon is episode not, 25. Yeah. Do you know what episode it was? I think it was 99. You think? He doesn't know, folks. He doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, any last points before we move on? I have some just funny things about Haunter. Yeah, go right <laughs> ahead. These are some Haunter facts for you. I don't think this would help him in boxing at all, but if you get the feeling of being watched in darkness when no one is around, Haunter is there. That's like a Chuck Norris <laughs> about Haunter. If you trip and fall for no apparent reason or hear a sound when no one is around, it may be a haunter. Do you think there are people that live their life based on those principles? Like, they'll be like, oh, there must be a haunter around. Especially with Pokemon Go out right now. probably. I wouldn't be surprised. One question I had was, why haunter, not uh, Gengar? Uh, Not not any major reasons. I thought that having... Gengar actually has, like, one body with, like, legs. So I thought the fact that Haunter was floating would make him a little more mobile and harder to hit, mm. and his disembodied arms would also be an advantage. I agree with that. I think having the arms not attached is a good move. And I wouldn't have to trade him to evolve him, so he'd feel more loyal to me <laughs> that I never got rid of him. You'd get him back. <laughs> Unless your friend just started pumping him with rare candies or something. <laughs> That's definitely steroids. <laughs> is that So is that a thing? Rare candies are steroids? Definitely. All right. Okay. Third event. Wrestling. All right, a little bit of wrestling action here for the Pokemon Olympics. Feeling good about this one. All right, I picked Sandshrew, and I've also been getting some crap for this the past couple days. Mm-hmm. I, I don't mean to, not not crap. I just can't figure out your reasoning. Okay, that's yeah. fine. And also, same thing. Why not Sand Slash? Okay, I'll explain. Okay. Oh, so well, I'll give you a little uh, description of Sandshrew, a little bit of background information. Not really background information, but just some facts about him, and then I'll let you guys describe, and then we'll go for it. Uh, so Sandshrew is a mouse Pokemon. And he kind of looks like he has, like, not really, like, brick for skin. Like, it kind of looks like that kind of texture. Yeah, it's like Mm -hmm. plates or... Yeah, plates, I guess you could say. Um, Like, a yellowish color. And he uh, weighs 
two or excuse me, twenty six point five pounds or twelve kilograms, and he's also two feet tall or six mil. Um, excuse me, six meters. Point wow. six meters. Point six. six meters. Thank you. Point six meters. Um, yeah. So I'm just gonna leave it at that for right now. Santru. Okay. Chris, I've I've chosen muck. Muck is a large, sticky, amorphous, yes. basically blob. That's a good uh, description. Made of living purple sludge. Yes. Mm. And that's Muck. There you go. <laughs> He's like the blob. He looks like that goo you would get when you were younger at like uh, one of those crane machines. And mm. you just yep. have that goo and you'd like throw it on your ceiling and it'd be up there until you're 25. <laughs> it's personal experience. No. <laughs> um, I decided to go with Snorlax. Okay. Um, I feel like Snorlax is a great choice because he has like the whole like sumo wrestling thing. Okay. Um, so Snorlax actually can weigh up to more than a thousand pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, he his hunger will not satisfy until he consumes nine hundred pounds. So basically, he sleeps, 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 only wakes up to eat. Okay. All right. Eat, eat, eat. So I guess he's not going to be. He's wrestling just going to be. He's going to be sleeping the whole time. He's such a powerhouse eater. Actually, he actually almost ate two Pokemon. So this is actually what I'm going to go into here. He almost ate a Goldeen and a Gloom. I feel like Gloom's at the same size as Sandshrew. Okay, so I feel probably. like you could easily eat him. I'm going to propose something. I think Pokemon eating other Pokemon is cannibalism. I'm putting it out right there. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're part of the same species. No, you're, you're, I think you it's are a different Pokemon. species. I think is it different? I think different Pokemon are different. Like, eating a, a Snorlax eating a Snorlax would be cannibalism. But you're still mm-hmm. under the same subgroup, though, I feel you know yeah, what I mean? but i mean like we're homo sapiens yeah but i don't know if pokemon have that same breakdown yeah i don't know if anyone like, knows the 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 was a genus phylum no <laughs> you're already is that is that wrong oh kingdom phylum phylum uh, class, class order order family family Genus. Genus species. species. Yes, you're right. Dang. King Philip came over for a good spaghetti. That's how I learned that's it. What I, that's <laughs> what, what you're doing it to. <laughs> so, yeah, humans share the same genus and species. You're right. Pokemon, they must at least go up farther than that. Maybe. I don't know. I just don't think you should take pride that he eats other Pokemon. No, I feel like also, he, he could be able to. Just the fact that he could eat a Pokemon doesn't mean he'd be good at that wrestling means he's them. dangerous. It means that Imagine if he's leather... so large that he is able to just, like, pick you up and, like, if he wanted to, he could totally eat you. Okay. Then he would be disqualified from wrestling, I think. I think so. I mean, imagine... I'm going to bring this back to today's Olympics. Imagine if an Olympian ate another Olympian <laughs> in the middle of a match. It would be frowned upon. It would be extremely frowned upon, yeah. and they would be banned, and there would probably be a world war started. It could create a stir. Yes, a stir. <laughs> Something is a tad askew. Well, I think I think you guys are taking the very minor point of what I'm saying here. You're, you're the your one minor point up. is that your Pokemon will eat us and then we'll win. <laughs> I think you're trying to scare us right now. Well, mainly what I'm saying is Snorlax. He's basically um, the embodiment of Snuma wrestling. A fair point. So I feel that um, he's able to just sumo you right out of the ring. Okay. And he can sit on you or whatever, and he'd be totally fine. Okay. All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring up my arguments about Sand Because okay. you guys were kind of curious why I didn't pick Sand Slash. Right. Okay? So if you Sand Slash kind of looks very similar to Sand Shrew, but he has all these spikes. He has, mm-hmm. like, these nails coming out of him. Um, and the reason I picked Sand Shrew instead is because I also have experience wrestling, not professionally or 
in the Olympics. Mo- exactly. Mostly recreationally. And one thing that's very important that I've learned with wrestling is that you should not have any be able to be gripped by any purposes because that makes it easier for them to hold on to you. So the same thing with the Snorlax. Got it. Mm-hmm. So... I'll get there. Give me so so Shantru. There's really nothing on them that you can grab except for their arms and legs. He has really really um, smooth outer shell layer, whereas Sandslash has all those spikes that'd be able to, that'd be easy for you to grip and move around with. Also, okay, Sandshrew is also a ground Pokemon. Muck is weak to ground Pokemon. Snorlax, Snorlax would just like you said fall asleep. And he would not move unless he was eating. And apparently he's only going to be eating other Pokemon in this scenario. <laughs> no, he eats till he's, has, and, he's, till he's and, consumed 900 pounds. And one of the other important things when it comes to wrestling is that you're trying to pin your opponent. Snorlax pretty much has a sign on him that says, pin me, because he's, he's sleeping the He's already laying down. He's laying down. All Sanshu has to do is pretty much lay on top of him and the referee is going to go one, two, three. Sandshrew wins. I disagree. I feel like a, you can disagree all you want, buddy. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be a wrestling match. Snorlax will be awake enough that he will be. <laughs> so you just have to hope he's awake that day. <laughs> like fifty-fifty chance. I th- like I, maybe I he'll roll pretty... over on top of you, or I, maybe he'll roll over the other. Direction. I'll give you. I'll give you that. If Sandshrew is like walking up to get ready to <laughs> let, to hold down. Snorlax and Snorlax just happens to wake up at that right moment over. and roll over. I'll give you that. Sandshrew's done. He he lost. But that's not going to happen because he's not going to wake up unless he's eating other Pokemon. Your words, not mine. <laughs> so I actually agree with your logic about being hard to grab. That's what made me choose Muck because he's basically a like a ball of slime. Yeah, and I don't think he's like unpinnable because he can kind of just blob his way out of anything. The other thing about Muck is if you ate him. You would both die because Muck is a living biohazard, leaking toxins that instantly kill all plant life it touches. Good thing I'm letting you know that Sandshrew does not eat Pokemon. Now, um, Dan, go ahead. So, actually, is, this is, is something that you should know, that Snorlax can actually eat moldy food without getting ill. He's can basically he, can eat so much, and I'm not saying he's going to eat so was, this your, <laughs> was this your <laughs> only argument? Was this your only argument? He's going to eat every Pokemon. <laughs> This is not my argument, by the way. This is just something that... You're just saying if he wanted to, he could. I'm saying if he could. He has a capability. But also, he he can be on top of Muck, and Muck can't get out of him. Why not? He can just slime his way out. There's there's no... He's, he has a, a thousand pound being on top of him. Wow. It's Pokemon. Maybe. And he could definitely grab Sandshrew, because he could just kind of blob over Sandshrew and just cover him up. Um, or the pin. Sandshrew's yeah, small. I can see that. I think that Sandshrew just has that um, the ground uh, advantage over Mux inside his Mux weakness. Yeah, I feel like that is being downplayed here. I feel again. Like, I feel like I these are just these aren't valid wrestling moves. I like, know the type of advantage is very important here. You're misdirecting like, when you wrestle. You're like grappling. You're trying to pin. You're not trying to like throw rocks at them. That would be against the rules of wrestling. Okay. So I'm saying his ground move. He's not going to be able to use any ground moves. No, but him being a ground Pokemon just gives him that advantage. It's like a po- it's like a fire and a water Pokemon right then and there. It's just that's the advantage over it. It's not the same. Fair enough. Any last points? Move on to the last uh, event. No, I don't have anything. No. Okay. All right. So those three were events that are still currently in the Olympics. If you turn on NBC, you can watch those events today. But we're going to get into one that is no longer in the Olympics. And the event we're going to be looking at is 
tug of war. Yes, tug of war used to be an Olympic sport. I wish it still was. I would watch tug of war. I don't see why it should not be. Why not? I don't know. Do you know why it got removed? I'm actually going to look this up right now because I'm kind of curious. It was last played in 1920, so it's been a while. It's been a while. Well, I know that they're bringing baseball back in 2020 and softball. And also, we found this out yesterday um, that there is an skateboarding is going to be in the Olympics in 2020, which is very interesting, I thought. I think also golf, which we'll be talking about next episode, is in this Olympics. Correct. Rio for For the the first first time. In a hundred and some years. There was also competitive climbing or something that's going to be oh, in this 2020. Oh, next the next Olympics. Yeah, yeah, yeah competitive sports climbing. climbing. Sports climbing. Sports yeah. climbing. We weren't sure what that was. Yeah, I guess we'll find out. Uh, so let's see. So I have this. I looked. I just found out during its time as Olympic sport, it was considered to be part of the Olympic athletics program. Although the sport of tug of war and athletics are now considered distinct. I guess it was combined. I guess I don't know. Uh, interesting. It really doesn't say why it was taken out. It just was taken out. Maybe it'll be back someday. Maybe. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. If anyone knows, please let us know. Yeah. All right. So, Dan, who did you pick for Tug of War for Pokemon? For Tug of War, I picked Golem. You picked Golem. Mm -hmm. All right. The Lord of the Rings character? Of course. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Um, So, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Golem is the the evolution of Geodude and then Groveler. Uh, do you have that. to trade him to get him to he's evolve? Also, he's also a trade to evolve. We yeah. picked a lot of those, we too. We did, apparently. Yeah. A lot. Of, well, in the game, a lot of the third third level... I of, think there might have only been four of them. We've I think picked, we might have picked, picked all four, because the other one is Alakazam, who we are going to be talking about next episode. next episode. You're right. Interesting. Cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll get into a little more, basically, when we get to start arguing our points. I think I told Will too much last time. Okay. Uh, I picked Onyx, who does not eat other Pokemon, and um, he is a rock Pokemon. He kind of looks like rock candy if it was a snake. That's a good description. I feel like that's fair. With and a he, fin on his head. With a fin on its head, exactly. What uh, does he eat, Steve? Onyx, I'm assuming rock. So he might accidentally eat a Geodude then. Maybe, but I'm not saying not he purpose. would, though. He's not, not a cannibal. He's not, I'm not purposely saying that he will use it's that not, as a tactic. It's not part of your strategy exactly. to, eat the <laughs> to eat the competition. Exactly, okay. yeah. And uh, Onyx weighs 463 pounds, or 210 kilograms, and he is 28 feet tall, rounded to 29, and 8.8 meters tall as well. Onyx is probably most famous as being like uh, Brock's like number one go-to Pokemon. You'll always hear Brock's Onyx uh, and so forth. So that's who I'm going for. Chris, what about you? I chose Machamp, who we've already discussed uh, in the the boxing mm-hmm. in the boxing discussion. Yep. He's four arms, very strong. Yep. Um, who's, who wants to go first on this one? I'm going to start tearing down Golem, if you don't mind. I do not mind. All right. So, Dan, in Tug of War, mm-hmm. you have to at least kind of have some kind of grip on something. Okay. Golem's arms are kind of like a Tyrannosaurus. I have this so, on my list also. So the fact that he at least has arms, as Onyx does not even have arms. There's no problem with that because he could just bite it with his mouth. So what's wrong with having Golem doing that? Because Golem does not have the strength that Onyx does. Onyx would be able to bite it or someone would tie it around him and he would just dig into the earth. I don't I think like tying that, around him is allowed. I feel like that same argument could be used for Golem. So you guys are so both someone's, arguing so someone's that tying someone it around. else is just no, going to tie feel, up your Pokemon. I feel that he should be able to grip it. Totally fine. He only has three fingers, and he does have short arms. I had this on my list, too, because I think Onyx would also have trouble holding the rope. Mm-hmm. He would just bite it. 
That's why I picked Machamp, actually, because Machamp has four hands to hold the rope with. So my my thing is all about grip strength for this battle. Machamp's just going to be yanking on that, trying to get you guys to drop the rope. Because he doesn't have the weight advantage. That's the other thing. Golem has the weight advantage by far. He is 661 pounds or 300 kilograms. Compared to Onyx's 463. But if he's not holding on to it. And he's a ball. So if we get him rolling, he's just going to keep rolling. He's Onyx, as Onyx is using his jaw, his powerful jaw, and pulling him into the earth... He's just going to roll. That's never been established in Pokemon, by the way, that Onyx has a powerful jaw, right? You're just saying that. I'm just spouting out facts. That have never <laughs> been, that have never been <laughs> mentioned. That have yeah. never been proven wrong. <laughs> uh, Machamp? It's good. It's a good pick. It's a good, it's a good pick. I, just, I was doing some research, and there's really nothing I can find to go against Machamp. I feel like He's the, a, the thing with Machamp, though, you just have to make sure that he... Is going to be able to pull that 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 kind of weight. He, like, he is feel, he is smaller. I feel like with like with Onyx or Golem, um, that they can just kind of barrow down at the ground, kind of make sure that they can, and then slowly pull Machamp in, and while Machamp really can't really get into that. I also hear that Machamp eats other Pokemon. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> that's not Machamp. <laughs> oh, that's Snorlax. I'm sorry. You're right. Sorry, I got confused. He accidentally almost ate it, guys. Okay. <laughs> But um, how much does Onyx weigh? Do you know? Onyx four sixty three. Four sixty three. Yeah. Compared to Machamp's what? Two hundred and ninety pounds. So he does have the so, advantage on that on the weight. Um, ball almost three times that of Machamp. But he's also a golf ball with arms with Tyrannosaurus arms. Just just saying. It's more like two and a half times also. But yeah, that's all. Pretty much, I have to say. I'm gonna be honest. I think Machamp has a good pick. Oh, thanks, dude. No problem. I mean, you can still keep going I, with Golem. I was curious I, how Golem you were going to say Onyx was going to hold the rope, and you're going with biting it. I'm going to be completely honest. I did not think about that until this until I said that Dan's can't hold the rope, <laughs> and then I thought to myself, crap, Onyx doesn't have arms. So I was just going with big, strong, and being able to burrow. I that's one tactic I wanted to go with, because if you're able to burrow into the ground and you're able to bring the rope down with you and can out-pull the yeah. other Pokemon, then you'd have a strong advantage. He was on my short list, too. Like, he could he could establish, like, a pulley system underground. Exactly. I mean, he could work with the mole people, the mole Pokemon. <laughs> they could help him out. Exactly. All right. Any last uh, things before we get going? See, I want to say that I'm... I'm I think you guys are holding off on the champ. I think he has so much more things you can talk about, but I'm holding off on that because I feel like I have, I have him in another event that I want to bring up. So, um, so you're gonna hold back. On I'm him. gonna hold back on. I feel like Chris is not giving me justice. Really? Yeah. He has four huge strong arms. A tug of war that involves pulling a rope. He's gonna be great. Yeah, I feel like you, have, you can say a lot more. But I still stand by my goal. I guess I don't know as much about Machamp as you. We're going to learn next episode more about Machamp. I'm excited. I know, me too. All right, so thank you so much for listening to the first of a two-parter Pokemon Olympics special in honor of the Rio de Janeiro Olympics. Uh, Please go ahead and watch the events. It only happens every four years for the Summer Olympics. It's a fun time. I know a lot of people think that, like, the Olympics is corrupt. They might be. But it's still fun to watch and support your country, support your athletes. Exactly. It's a fun time. We had a party last night. We watched the opening ceremonies. We brought some food from different countries. It was a good time. It's a good time. And uh, so, as always, there's going to be a Twitter poll. Uh, you can go on Twitter and vote for which Pokemon. I'm going to do each individual oh, event. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so that way po- people can go ahead and vote. Cool. Um, so please remember to do that. Chris and Dan, thanks for so much for being here today. My pleasure, Steve. Thanks, right. Steve. No problem. Stay tuned. Next week, we're going to have another episode involving Pokemon Olympics. And as always, subscribe, follow, and rate, and please continue to participate in the show. Thanks for listening.
The Who Would Win cast is not endorsed by any film or television production companies and is intended for entertainment purposes only. Any and all audio clips are not owned by the Who Would Win cast and all rights are reserved by the respective copyright holders.